Hi, Navdeep. Welcome to 11 Questions. Hey, yeah, I'm uh, very happy to be here. Thank you. Are you a coffee person or a cha person? Oh, da. 100%. But I, I like coffee as well. If I'm at Starbucks, I'll, I, I won't say no to coffee or if I'm in South India, but I'm, I'm 100% a Chow person. Yeah, I didn't need to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> and now if you could have Chow with any person, alive or dead, who would it be? Oh, well, my, my wife makes really good Chow. She puts like a ton of um, ginger in it. Uh, so I would definitely have it with, uh, with my wife. She loves to talk about all kinds of nerdy things. So um, it would be a <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Did you always want to be a writer? Uh, that one is a kind of a complicated question because I, I always wanted to be a reader. So like I started writing, like I, I suppose I did start writing when I was really little. I was writing um, fan fiction, which is where I got started on that, you know, dark path. Uh, but I, I was really into like Ghostbusters and New Kids on the Block when, when we lived in Dubai. And so I started writing fan fiction, but I didn't think about like writing professionally until probably like college. That's when I started really, you know, it was, it part, partly it was just, um, I, I still, you know, of course, loved reading. Also, I, I didn't really see books that, um, that spoke to me. Uh, so I started thinking about actually writing books that I would want, I, I would have loved to see as a teenager. What does a good day of writing look like for you? A good day of writing is when I actually write and <laughs> get like the words down where things are going according to whatever vague semblance of a plan that I, I think I have. So like, um, like, like a good day would be where I sit down and I don't just, you know, sit at a blank screen or just sit around and it not, uh, you know, be there, but I'm, I'm supposed to be describing a good day. So, um, so a good, a good day would be me having my cup of cha. Uh, sipping it, having my uh, my nice biscuits, and actually being productive with my session. So if I've if I've got like um, like I don't usually go by word count. I usually go by like um, what I'm trying to accomplish. So like if I want some something to happen, some conversation to happen, like I'll have like little notes that will be like uh, character A and character B are going to say something very dramatic. That's my note. Like it's like, it's like an overarching, like emotional beat. So uh, a good writing session would be jar, biscuits, uh, emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And now you have written a book called Sunny G's Series of Rash Decisions. Tell me a little bit about it. This is my book, by the way. Let, see, see my beautiful cover? Bask in it, bask in it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Sunny G's series of rash decisions is a um, a prom night adventure with um, a Sikh Punjabi teenager who's my who's with the star of my show. He is um, going through grief, but he is very much into uh, cosplay and fandoms, particularly uh, the Last Airbender. And he meets a girl at prom who takes his notebook and she sort of whisks him away on this 24-hour adventure and he he discovers different fandoms but also he's going through grief he has just lost his big brother so he's he's dealing with a lot of different emotions but he's also a very nerdy kid who is uh just trying to uh you know figure himself out 
why did you write this story in particular? The idea kind of came about when I was watching Master of None and I, I was working on it on an adult book, which which had similar themes. Then I started watching uh, Master of None uh, with Aziz Ansari. And uh, what I found really interesting with it wasn't really the plot or any of those things. It's, it's about this brown guy who's trying to navigate the dating landscape as, as this brown guy. And what I found interesting is just the, the kind of the um, the performance of masculinity. A teenager, what would that look like? So when I started writing Sunny, like the the seeds of it was it, it, initially it was just like this brown kid dating in high school. What would that look like? And the more I started putting my own spin on it, my own experiences, it became like this story. Like it was, I was like, this kid has to, he's, he's insecure, but what if he was sick and he, uh, you know, shed his outward sick identity? That's part of, you know, his high school experience. And what if he doesn't know what he's going to do after high school, which is what my experience was. Like I didn't have a college lined up. I didn't know where, what I was going to do. So the more I sort of peppered it in, uh, and then, you know, I, I love cosplaying with my with my kids. So I sort of peppered all of those things into it, which, um, and then that became this, uh, this book. I have to say that I love that the character is sick, because that's my identity as well. And it's not something you see a lot I, in books. Like as a reader, it's yeah, definitely it's, missing. It's, you try to relate to like South Asian characters, but sick identity is something very rare. I've only seen it in children's books recently, but I've yet to come across an adult book with a good representation. They've been like sort of peppered in, but like a lot of the books that I grew up reading, it would be like a side sick character or the sick character would be like very like gruff, but th- there wasn't any with like a, uh, like that I thought was like a full human kind of uh, representation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they weren't written like proper people they were written more as caricatures or like side characters to be like the stereotypical um sort of things with with with, yeah. with what sex characters are supposed to be yeah i guess bali just books are what come to mind if i start thinking about like sick characters and their stories being told other than that i don't think i can remember any the one book that i really loved was um anita and me by uh mira Sayal. They had this uh, really good um, comedy sketch show in like the 90s, 80s, maybe. No, no I think it was 90s. Uh, and it's one of the first books that I, I, I really loved because it, it was set in it was set in the 80s, but it was written in the 90s. And it's about this sick girl. I think she was sick. She was Punjabi at least. And it's set in like a, a small British town. And it was, it was the first depiction of a Punjabi character and a working class, which I've, I mm-hmm. haven't seen working class. I haven't seen very much at all, especially mm-hmm. in, in uh, South Asian community, uh, like uh, represented in books. Coming back to your book, how long did it take for you to finish it from the idea to the actual book? Oh, a long, long bloody time. Uh, so when I started it, it was, uh, was 2015. I think it was 2015 or 16. That's when, Master, that's when I started looking at mm-hmm. Master of None. Then I started actually, like, I didn't actually properly start then. But I would say a good couple of years, like like a, a good solid year and a half of, of actually, okay, here's my story. Now I'm actually going to write. Now I've got deadlines. And now I have to actually write this. Before I was sort of dawdling about with coming up with the idea. And then I was I would go one direction. First, I'd kill one character. Then I killed another character. Then I was like, I'm going to change this whole thing up. And then, of course, once I integrated the cosplay into it, then it was a lot of going back and forth and, and how to actually, you know, deal with grief. You know, how the person actually died. Like, I, I didn't know how Goldie died until like I was pretty I was almost done 
with a good chunk of the book. And, and initially I had like the dad die, then I had the mom die, and then I had to go back and rework the whole thing. But it was mm-hmm. probably about, uh, I would say like about a year and a half of solid writing for, from beginning to end. What was it like to get it published? It was very exciting. It was like my first um, book, like actually, you know, holding it in my hands. And and also it was funny because I I missed the whole arc process because of the delays with with, with delivery and stuff. So I didn't get the arcs until after the book had been uh, was out in. in, oh. in book. But it, it's it's been a very exciting process. A to be able to get everything that I wanted uh, expressed, like because when I started writing, like in MFA workshops. They were like, you know, you can't put Punjabi in here. If you have a, you can't have Sikh characters. They were like, it needs to be, you know, more written for like a white audience. But I have like a lot of references to like, uh, you know, Hindi movies and and then food as well. I remember I was in I was in a workshop and they wanted me to translate like, I had like gulab jamun in there. It was, it was like the the scene was there were these two uncles that were eating a gulab jamun and they were talking about 9-11. Everyone was like, you have to translate gulab jamun. I was like, what on earth am I gonna am I gonna say? <laughs> You know, they bit into, you know, sugary dough balls dipped in syrup. And that, that's not the point of the scene either. So, so I, I was, I was very lucky with my, with my editor and the support team, because uh, everyone like understood that this is that what this, this book was trying to do. Uh, so, so a lot, a lot of stuff is not explained. It's uh, most of it is in context. Like you can kind of tell when, you know, if you're drinking jar or, or yeah. things like that. I love that. And also I'm hungry now. I need some <laughs> Do you have any advice for budding writers out there? Write it. <laughs> Write your book. <laughs> like, I mean, on, honestly, like that's the 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 advice is uh, write your first draft. Like, no matter what other people are thinking, or if, if people are saying you shouldn't do this, uh, etc. Just get your words out. Be passionate about what you're writing. Don't cater to you know what the market is doing or things like that. But just really just write what you want. But the first step is just finish that first draft and then you worry about if it's not entertaining or, uh, you know, how, how to, you know, liven things up. But don't don't get bogged down with those um, with those minor, minor things. Just finish that first draft. If you were to be deserted on an island, which three books would you take with you? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, Anita and me, I would take. Uh, oh, my God. Three books. That's that's a, this is a very cruel question that you saved. For, I know. That's why it's my favorite. okay so anita and me uh i'll I'll bring my book is that is that too narcissistic (laughs) why why not why not and then i would bring um um i bring my wife's book when maya got fierce which is uh, coming out soon it's just a really fun story because it's 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 also got a lot of jar in in it so i would would bring those three books if you were to pick one interesting life experience or a story from your life to share with us today what would you tell us if i was going to choose one life experience that i think is fun is um uh, i joined the navy when we moved um to fresno california that was the first time that we kind of had roots and my mom and dad were like this is where we're staying now so of course me being like a a third culture kid i was like i need to leave now (laughs) like as soon as i could so the second the opportunity that i got to leave i joined the navy and uh, i was was there for eight years and when i first uh and i was 17 when i wanted to join and uh my my dad watched um he he watched rambo and then he was like i'm not signing this paper uh this paperwork because i don't want you to go out in the in the middle of of of, of the jungles and do anything so i uh so, so then i i was i had to do like a particular job like i wanted to do like something with 
uh, armed conflict, which I thank goodness my dad did not sign that paperwork. Uh, so, so then I, I went back to my, my, my roots, which is linguistics. Like I love languages. I speak a lot of languages it's because, you know, third culture kid, I just wanted to hang out with everybody and, uh, you know, communicate. So uh, I was a linguist for, for quite a few years with, uh, with the Navy and, you know, I love languages. That's my, uh, that's my jam. Well, thank you, Nadeep, for meeting me today and for sharing your life experiences and your writing journey. Before we end our chat, if listeners want to buy your book or get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, I'm on social, but uh, here's my book cover again. Uh, it is available at any uh, bookshop. Please do support your local um, bookshop if you can, but it's, a, it's available anywhere that you can buy books. And uh, please feel free to contact me at um, any of my um, social uh, media presence.